the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Start Start your your engines. Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. <laughs> yes, indeed. This is Racer Radio FM 961-1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by... Southwest Point of Sale. You got a business, liquor store, grocery store, and you're having trouble keeping a cashier? Check out. Self-checkout. The big guys are doing it. You can, too. All you need to do is just give uh, give these folks a call at Southwest Point of Sale at 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look, and if their system fits your system, you'll be hooked up. You could even provide meat and produce scales. You could do it all from your phone. They've been doing this in 75, so they got over 150 years' experience amongst all the techs they have working there. Jeff and Mark own it. They'll come out and take a look. And like I said, the most you'll pay is what you would pay for a cash register. So give them a call if you want to move into the 21st century. 800-540-2149. Hey, if you got a BMW, Porsche, or Mini and you want to need a little dealer alternative, check out Black Forest Motorsports. And if you got the chops and if you think you can win on the track, they can set your car up as well because they do know what they're doing. Black Forest Motorsports. Go to blackforest.com, blackforest.com. All right, young lady, how are you today? Fantastic. You, Dave? Are we getting ready for a special event next Friday? Run with the Sun Music Fest. And where is that going to be? Saquon Casino, Friday, all day Friday, all day Saturday. And do you know any bands that are going to really be outstanding? uh, Well, Urethane. We've talked about them with Steve Caballero. They're going to be playing right before Sprung Monkey. And, of course, yours truly will be joining them for a couple of songs. Finally. I'm so excited. Did they get a spotlight made up for you? Uh, well, I've got uh, some extra friends and family that are coming. They're excited. I keep telling pressure, them. I'm pressure. Pressure. Oh, no, I'm cool. I'm cool on stage. I'm good. I'm well rehearsed. Right. Yeah. Are you going to have um, a spotlight? I have no idea. It's a 15-song set. And so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be dancing with everybody else for the most part. You're gonna play. They're gonna play. You guys are gonna 15 play. Fifteen songs. I'm so. playing like the eighth song, and then the closer, "Get Them Out of Here," which I, most a lot of people know that song. Uh, but other than that, I'm gonna be with the crowd dancing. Well, you know, I have been promoting. <laughs> you know this, and every I swear to God, every person I say, "Oh, do you know Sprung Monkey?" Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I bought a radio, as you, as I sent you a picture. Yeah. And the guy I bought the radio from is the front man for the Cadillacs. Oh, okay. And he, oh, yeah, he's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know all about it. So. Well, they're great. I love, I love the fact that I get to play with them. But again, it's all day Friday, all day Saturday, 
tons of bands, a comedian. Now you're only playing rock. on Friday. Right? I'm only playing Friday, the last we're the last act, and okay. then um, it's all ages, and um, ten and under is free. Cool. I think eleven to seventeen years old is twenty dollars, and then this How is general so admission. I think they want a lot of people to go. Uh, adults forty dollars and VIP, which I think is really close to the stage it's and access to the green room. That's mm-hmm. VIP. That's a hundred bucks. Yeah, what a deal! All day long. And the Spirit Runners. Yeah. For our crossover listeners who listen to Yak Radio, we mm-hmm. had Dean in yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago talking about it. And what is it doing? Still raining. Or <laughs> <laughs> lots of pret- precipitation. That's oh, crazy, but it's going to dry up and be perfect, yes, beautiful. It, yeah. So please join us. Steve Absolutely. and I are going to be there both days, all day. So who are these guys? We have two boys that love to play in the dirt. Uh-huh. One prefers straight, but he's starting to do circles. The other <laughs> goes both ways, and I mean dirt and asphalt. I was going to ask you to clarify. <laughs> I will clarify for I his family. I wanted you to clarify okay, so that. like, what's he going to talk about today? <laughs> uh, please... <laughs> Please welcome Cody Pareto and Austin Blanchard. Very welcome, good. gentlemen. So, how are you guys doing? Good, fantastic. Thanks first time on radio. First time. Piece of cake. That's yeah. Good. Same with you, Cody. Yes, yes. First yeah. time. So now you, your acorn didn't fall too far from the tree. No, no. Your, your no. whole family's been racing, right? Yep. Ever since Cajon. I know. And ever since I've. Ever since I've been to town, I mean... Yeah, I, I was telling him, I sent Dave your name for our in-studio guest. He's all, oh, yeah, I know his dad. Yeah. Hot Rod at Speedway. Yes, indeedy. But uncle, grandpa, uh, all of them, right? Yeah, my dad, my uncle, my grandfather. Right. And uh, actually, this racing started back in New Hampshire with my grandparents. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and then they moved out here and started racing at Elkhorn Speedway, and so just... A, Big family deal. Yeah. Well, and that's, well, you know it better than anybody. I mean, that's what motorsports does. It gets the family involved. Absolutely. And, and now you're on dirt and really don't have much choice unless you want to go to Irwindale every year. Oh, he day. does the asphalt right here. Look at his shirt. Yeah, yeah. I normally run uh, up at Orange Show Speedway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's a long drive. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So what do you prefer, dirt or, or asphalt? Well, I, I love the asphalt, but. I think I'm more of a dirt guy. Yeah, yeah you like don't have to say that because I'm sitting here. <laughs> no, because there, you, you, we, but you know what? Of all the people that we have interviewed, you know, because you know, you can say what you want, and ninety, well, actually, all of them. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they prefer asphalt over dirt. Can you think of anybody? It's not coming. It's kind of like the uh, wing non-wing when you talk to the lightning sprint. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. It's just a little looser, a little bit that much less so, predictable. Austin, yeah. How long have <laughs> you been driving? Or are you a driver? Uh, not quite. I've got like one and a half laps under my belt. That's circle track. I know. Isn't practice. that awesome? But he, you did well, drag, you came racing. From drag racing. Yes. I came from. I used to help a buddy of mine up at Barona at the drag strip okay. a lot every other weekend when he would do it. They let you drive? And I did one time up there. In yeah. his, it was a track record holding car at the time. Mm-hmm. I, See, that's what I, I came hate. from the desert. And okay, all right. So you're. All that stuff. And in, off-roading. In case our listeners didn't hear, because we got all excited, how many laps have you done on the circle track? One and a half. And, and, and why were you half, cut I short? I ran out of gas. Cut you ran like, out of gas. That's the crew setting him up. Who like, is the crew chief? Who was the crew chief? I'm going to have to blame Cody's dad. Oh, oh, oh no. He's not here to defend oh, himself. That's just low. Although that's I thought it might have been Cody. <laughs> Why did half I would love to have seen the used? look on your face as all of a sudden you're going, 
I'm going to be honest. I was kind of happy that because <laughs> I was a little nervous, a little intimidated. So honest, you know, I, I appreciate that. Entry, I didn't know much about how to. Well, plus do it wasn't at the it, track in a car. I was used to just yeah. And plus, them work on stuff. plus, it wasn't your car. That too. Well, it wasn't your fault. Like, thank goodness it wasn't, you know, anything mechanical or expensive. It was just fill it up. So they didn't fill it up and throw you back out there? I think they wanted him we, we back. We just didn't have that. In, an, in a that. lap and a half. Oh, it was intentional. <laughs> I think they oh. wanted him back in a lap and a half. Oh, do you want to do it again? They tear it up. Yeah. I'm really excited to do it again after that experience. Don't you hate started, it when they do that to you? We started putting together a pinno just for me to try and uh, when might that be ready well uh we're hoping it's gonna be ready for madeira and we're just gonna throw him out in the wolves and see how he does <laughs> oh on asphalt <laughs> yeah on asphalt yeah yeah in august uh we're uh, we're gonna take my motor out of my car put it in his car and then i'm having a motor built right now strictly for that race uh, so. are you is he gonna have time to practice are there hot laps a practice the night before um, he so doesn't need no steam i think the practice. other drivers might want okay. him to have I, I was just, no I, offense i'm not too concerned but i know the other drivers <laughs> want me hold to your line that's what they'll tell you hold your line yeah do you know what never mind blue blue flag with a yellow stripe <laughs> I, I, oh. I do it means I'm too I would slow. Eat. That means no. That means really stand. Just on hold it. your line. No, is that what it means? <laughs> no. So what are you what are you driving in the dirt? Faster. Uh, actually, last night Everything. I drove uh, my pony stock and then a pure stock. Okay. For uh, just doing a little testing on the pony stock, make sure it's running good. And then uh, first time driving the pure stock last night and did fairly well. Were you at Barona? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, did fairly well. Let's just tell you. I saw the results. Christopher Evans won, correct? Oh, uh, yeah. So on his post, I saw Cody's name, and there was a green arrow, which means passes, and I believe there was a 10 under it. Wow. See, he passed 10 people. So, yeah, you did okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, was, that was a fun race. But. I was going to say, that's the fun part, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. He just had a tough heat race. Yeah, yeah, no, it's heat race. We started in the back and couldn't find the bite and couldn't uh-huh. move up, so we ended up in the B main. Oh and yeah, ran the B main, and uh, I can't. Think, I think I finished fourth in the B main. I think they took take the top eight. Okay, so, well, that's good. So, yeah, it, ten passes. I know. Yeah, but at least you had fun. That's a, that's the a kicker, right? Yeah, no, that was a great time. Yeah, I got some. I got some work to do. I got some body damage. So. Oh, <laughs> really? Now, do you just yeah. take a hammer yeah. to it, or do you keep it uh, like pristine, like Fitzgibbons does? No, I don't think I'm going to go through that much. That much. Work, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money just making it look like <laughs> yeah, that every yeah, race. Exactly. Do you know the Bornemans? Um, not personally. Well, I, I know the Bornemans yeah. ran with your dad. Yeah. yeah. And the third uh, went back to racing again, oh, Johnny. Wow. Oh wow! And he hasn't raced in years. And yeah, and I think he—I can't remember where. I think he had to be Irwindale. Had to be because he's an asphalt guy. Let's take a break. We have to. We have to pay for this. You think? Mm-hmm. You won't loan me the money? Can't, teacher. Got it. AMFM. We'll deal with it. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. All right. Hey, welcome back. Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford, whether you're buying new, used, or getting your vehicle serviced. And guess, if you didn't know it, they'll service every car in your driveway. That's right. All by factory trained technicians. You can't beat it. Go to ElCajonMotors.com, ElCajonMotors.com. Inventory is fat. They got tons and tons of cars. So go down there. If nothing else, thank them for supporting Racer Radio. All right. 
We got Mr. Rose on the line, hopefully. How are you doing, buddy? We're doing wonderful. How about you guys? <laughs> doing great. He sounds hey. a little tired. Yeah, he's probably exhausted. I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm not going to lie. But hey, <laughs> I, first of all, I want to thank Brittany. All right. For, I'll for, take it. For, for stealing my opening line. Which one was that? I, wa- I wanted to congratulate Cody Perino for his first pure stock race. Being the hard charger, passing ten cars, and little old Brittany steals my thunder. Oh, yeah, but see, but it stands but you, out. Hey, but you did a better job because we didn't know that he was a hard charger. Got yeah, the hard well, charger I'm, award. I'm, unfortunately, we didn't have any money up for the hard mm. charger award. But uh, hey, what a, what a race! I, I mean, to to pass that many cars wow. in that big of a field. I mean, we had almost thirty pure stocks last night. Holy. It's the biggest field of pure sauce we've ever had, ever. Yeah, sounds and, like uh, sounds like it's growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. Uh, it's it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, four heat races and a last chance qualifier uh, or B main, if you will. It was unbelievable. Wow, absolutely unbelievable. So, kudos to Cody. It was it was it was a great race. It was fun. Um, I, I, I I'm just baffled at, at the. Uh, the input, the outcome that we have with our fans, mm-hmm. they absolutely love those pure stocks. Why and, is it growing? Uh, it's because it's still affordable? I think so. Yeah, it, and you it, can it's still affordable. find parts? It's, a, it's affordable. Uh, parts are readily available in most junkyards, things like that. And you've seen the cars. We have everything from Camaros to Crown Vicks to Impala. I mean, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been a great turnout. Right. Great, and, great and crowd it, last night. Yeah. And not many, not many cautions. Oh, <laughs> there wasn't the dwarfs apparently. Well, I said yeah. not many. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, is you got to take the good with the bad, right? But uh, here's an unbelievable thing with our kids division: we had 33 junior cars there last night. Wow! In three in three different divisions, um, we had Colton Hearth from Yuma, Arizona, come over. And this kid is probably six years old, can barely see over the steering wheel. <laughs> I really and, ab- and absolutely waxed oh. the field. Wow. Oh, what was he dra- racing? Wax. Which division? Uh, uh, Sportsman Mini Dwarf. Oh, so the beginners, yeah. if, uh, beginners, if you will. That makes sense. Six. So uh, we also had another Yuma driver in the Masters Mini Dwarf, Bro- Brody Lopez. <laughs> Um, the Lopez family's got something figured out. This kid is really <laughs> fast in, in Yuma and and at uh, at Verona. And then, uh, lo and behold, my little buddy and uh, Nick Novak's son, Nick, as most Jacob, know, Mr. yeah, race director for the kids, um, started dead last and uh, won the thing. What? Wow. Yay, Jacob! Yeah. So, so that's back to back wins for Jacob in a brand new car. Junior uh, sprint. Only the, four, only the fourth race in his junior sprint. Yeah. yeah. So uh, really proud of him for that. So are those our three winners? Were, were those results with a story? Yep. Those, those are the three winners for our mini, yeah, our, our, our junior division. Excuse me. Thank you, Mark. <clears throat> so uh, we also had the IMCA Sport Compacts out last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it was great power last night, I'm telling you. <laughs> at one point. At one point, the top three were women, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it was Marcy, McEw- Mar- Marcy McCowan, Amanda, oh, 
McAllister mm-hmm. and uh, Macy. I can't remember Constance. Mm, yeah. And uh, it ended up Marcy ended up winning it, and uh, she started in the second row, took the lead early, and led every lap. But so you know what? Really I mean, cool. it was tight towards the end. I mean, whoever was in second place was definitely giving her the what for because Marcy yeah. was going high. That girl was coming in low. And I think if she had five more laps, she may have had something for Marcy. Yeah, maybe, good racing. maybe, and, and that's Amanda. This is her Amanda. first full season uh, uh, in that division, and both those girls drove better than I've ever seen them race. It was mm. it was great, and I'm I'm glad it ended the, the way it did. Yeah, it was fun. Um, IMCA Sport Mods, uh, they had put on a great show and Jason Aldridge came out with his first win of the season. So, uh, he's a past, uh, track champion mm-hmm. and, uh, got his first win last night. I was really glad for him and his team and his father. They do a lot for us at Barona Speedway. So that's a uh, much appreciated, mm-hmm. um, uh, back to the pure stocks. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this guy. Christopher Evans, um, started deep in the field again. Wow. Worked his way up and took the lead, and and that's his third win out of four races. Cody wow. is nodding his head. Did you watch him and kind of just go up like he did, like at the same rate? Uh, yeah, I was watching him a little bit. I mean, I knew we had a, like a top five car, but there's something. There's, they're doing something to those cars. They're they're pretty quick. So, I, mean, <laughs> I got up there and I was like, I'm not gaining anymore. So I think I'm just kind of stuck right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we were blessed to have the Barona Lightning Sprints running last night, and we had a mixed field with the Southwest Lightning Sprints, along with a lot of our hometown guys, along with some of the California Lightning Sprints from up north. And uh, had three or four of their drivers come down from Yucca Valley, uh, Long Beach. Uh, they made the trip down here. Much appreciated. Had a great turnout of sprint cars. Um and lo and behold, Parker Dumas yeah. uh, got his first, <laughs> first win. And his that. brother was third. So uh, the Dumas family put on a great show last night. Um, I'm trying to look for timing because it wouldn't surprise me if Parker laid down a new track record. Oh, oh really? But, were they running but, wings? Yeah. Yes, they were running wings. As a, as a matter of fact, they rented the track last week, and they had a practice, and there's probably eight of them. <clears throat> and... Parker and his brother and and their dad, uh, Dustin, were practicing their sprint cars. And the place was so hooked up that they were tearing the inside wing, the aluminum, off the wing. <laughs> there's, so, there's so much side force to those wings, the wings were coming apart. My goodness. That's better <laughs> that's than other awesome. parts of the car being torn yeah. up. So, yeah. so that, I mean, that's a testament to... Uh, to Todd and uh, Ken on on a well prepped track, right? There's no doubt about it. Well, that track uh, just on. gets better every race. You know, it seems it, like every race it just gets better and better. It, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, the dwarf cars were last last night. A um, lot of rubber on the track, and uh, they were able to battle it out. <clears throat> we had um, Darren Brown make an appearance last night. Um, was doing really well. Started up front. And uh, had his hands full with Tristan Peters. Both of the Peters, like swarming him. (laughs) Had his hands really full with Tristan for a little while. And then Tristan's dad, Robert, made it into the scene, passed his boy, and then uh, passed passed Aaron Brown on the outside using the cushion. 
And uh, unfortunately, it was shortened due to some cautions, and it was a late night. But uh, but uh, Robert got the win, so congratulations! Excuse me, congratulations to him and his family. Mm-hmm. They did a great job. It was, th- a, it was a really good show. I think that's his third win. I'm thinking he that, has all that. three, and then Harris has one. Correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And I think Tristan's been in the top three, if I'm not mistaken, every race. Uh, maybe not two races ago, because I could actually see him when I was finishing. <laughs> oh, that was probably you in fourth then. Don't <laughs> tell yourself short, Brittany. So uh, last but not least was the pony stocks and uh, Dennis Taylor, four for four. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Had his hands full with uh, Brian Crow. And his uh, Dennis's brother-in-law uh, Raymond, and uh, it, was, it was the top the top three or four were, was a good race. Ray Climus. Oh, uh, he was back in that. Okay. Yep, came, came out of there fourth. So he he had fun, and you know we call him the Muffin Man. Yep. But uh, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start calling him the Smile Man because whenever he's at the racetrack, he's smiling. It's mm-hmm. it's so good to see. It's it's awesome. But. Uh, in a nutshell, guys, we had 117 entries last night. Oh. Jeez, Louise. Um, we had the lawnmower show up. I believe That's they right. bought 12. So, wow. But that still would have put us at 105 entries, which is a season high. Um, and we were about 40 spectators short of a season high. So, uh, you know, the things that Race for Radio is doing, the things that people are, are promoting – uh, Dave, we can't thank you and KUSI enough. Um, yeah. We're putting the word out. People, people are learning that there's a a racetrack in San Diego County that they can go out and have fun, right. uh, family fun. And, and, and I'm going to go on record. <clears throat> I, I don't mean to take up too much time, but I'm going on record right now. And uh, Verona Speedway is going to have a new name. Really? <laughs> What's he going to call it? Disneyland? It's, it's still, no, no. It's still going to be called Verona Speedway. And this is the God's honest truth. Um. I am declaring it Southern California's finest dirt track. Ah. Oh, snap. I think you can get away with that. I really yeah. do. I don't think you'll have any problem. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier to be involved with this. And we're turning things around. We're getting more and more people, more and more racers. The more people that come out, the more people are talking about it. And that's the goal. Right, and that is exactly right. I have a listener that just sent me a shout-out to Caitlin Grill in her first race in a pure stock. So congratulations. <laughs> why Why are we laughing? Yeah. Well, because that's Jeff Grill's uh, daughter and Terry Adams' uh, granddaughter. And I believe when I spoke to her, she said she was 17 years old, has her driver's license, has never raced. Uh, her dad and Brandon Painter built her a pure stock. And I could see the fear in her eyes. Oh, how about afterwards? And, was she smiling? She was smiling. Yes, she was smiling. She did finish. And, and like I told her, you're not going to win. Don't even think about winning. Go out and have fun. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're a rookie. You're a rookie. You're going to start in the back. You listening? Just hold your line. Just whatever. Oh, you there do, it is. Hold you your line. Hold your line. <laughs> Mark, we were just talking to Austin in here because he hopefully will be out on the track in just, August, but on yeah. asphalt. Because uh-huh. uh, he has line, a, he a, has a whopping one and a half laps so under he, his belt, so he is seasoned. <laughs> he is to ready to rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and Cody, will, Cody will vouch for this. 
wherever you're out on the racetrack, if you know you need to pass, just hold you. If you're on the bottom, stay on the bottom. Yeah. If you're on the top, stay on the top. Yep. The faster cars, the faster drivers will find a way around you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, never try to outthink the guy behind you. Yep. Please yep. don't. Never try to get out of somebody's way. Right. All right, when's the next race? Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, I don't know. Why do you do that to me? No, that's a no. Well, I'm going to make him go to the website. <laughs> make him go to the website. That's what, right. What's two weeks from now? <laughs> yeah. June 24th. Yeah, you need to, yeah, go, to, you need to go to bed anyway. <laughs> I, I, again, guys, I can't thank you enough for the publicity. Um, we're, we're just going to, we're going to grow the sport. Yes, we are. For sure. Yep. Every, so. every race is a better race. All right, it buddy. Is. Go take a nap and we will talk thank to you, you down the road. This is FM 96, one AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to racer radio. FM 96, one AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Paris Auto Speedway is up in Paris, California, right there at the fairgrounds. And if you've not been to that track before, you have missed out. It is one of the jewels of racetracks in Southern California. And we got Scott Delosio. He is the announcer that uh, keeps that show on the road. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Enjoying this uh, beautiful weather, nice and cloudy and cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad at all. Better than hot and windy and sunny. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. If we can keep this heat off, uh, oh, not even supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be in the nineties, like one day up through like the twenty fourth of the month or so. So let's, I enjoy this. Yeah, that's what I heard. So what do you got going? Yeah, we're coming back with stock cars next Saturday night. Um, you know our usual pass car super stocks, which are really quick cars. Uh, we draw guys from Arizona, California, the IMCA Modifieds, which, again, you know, it draws cars from Southern California, Central California, get visitors from all over occasionally in that. Mm-hmm. Factory stocks and uh, IMCA Sport Compacts, which you guys were just talking around at Barona last night. Mm-hmm. And and I guess that's it. I'm not talking. That, yeah. That's all we have. Street stocks. I'm Street, them out. Yeah, don't let those guys out. Yeah, have you yeah, noticed that the... The pure stocks is your is your uh, divisions getting bigger? A little bit. It's not like what they're getting at Barona, though. I know it's um, crazy, but it's getting a little bit bigger. Our you know our super stock class has grown the last few years up to. I think last year we were having like sixteen cars in that, and that have been that had really been bad for a few years. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's been picking up. It's like sixteen cars now. The street stocks have picked back up. Um, probably sixteen to eighteen cars. Okay. And modifieds, we'll see. We had a great modified turnout two years ago. Uh, I think we had 58 different modifieds competed. Wow. And last year we mixed them up with the uh, sprint cars, and that number got cut in half, Mm. which unbelievable because, you know, the ones who were there while raving about the racetrack and how great it was, but apparently they didn't want to run with sprint cars, so we put them back with stock cars (laughs) this year. Yeah. And, you know, the car count's almost close to what it was. well, I say the car count, the amount of different drivers who competed throughout the year is almost to where we were at last year. Okay. Well, So hopefully we'll get back up to like it was two years ago, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's all about the show. And if anybody does the show correctly, it's you guys. I hope so. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> you do it well. I, so. I know. So, um, 
so you got a great event coming up next Saturday? Yeah. Okay. And um, other than that, anything else exciting coming up after? What's after that? Uh, we have Night of Destruction coming up in July. Uh, the normal stuff. You yeah. know, we, we basically run the same three shows once a month. Right. Are um, you doing a 4th of so, July? Are you doing anything at 4th of July? Uh, no. Well, we have a race on July 1st. Okay. Fireworks? No fireworks. Um, and then we bring sprint cars back again. We had sprint cars last night. We bring them back on July 15th. Okay. And I want to say stock cars are back. It's either the 22nd or the 29th. I got to figure out what my days off are. I'm going to be able to tell you that. Yeah. We almost had one of your drivers on last week, Andrew Schmitz. He had, you know, adulting gets in the way. He had to work last second. We were going to have oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Because he's now, he does everything on Night of Destruction. I don't even know what he doesn't do that night. He's trying the double decker. Oh, yeah. The week before, uh, he almost went over. Or. Yeah, I think he saved it and didn't go over. And yeah. then the next destruction night, he the car, di- he didn't. He wasn't in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was missing the last race. He's adulting. It's so overrated. Yeah. What is adulting? Like he had to work and like, boo, well, being an adult. Yeah. Oh, I see. Pay bills and stuff. Uh, but he was, I think you set us up with him a year or so ago, and I really enjoyed the interview with him. His daughter is Chevelle. You liked the name Chevelle, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> so I started yeah. following him on Facebook, and so I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have to get him back on." Uh, and then, unfortunately, adulting adulting happened, took over. so we haven't been able to update with him. But thank you, you uh, originally introduced us to yeah. him. Well, Scott comes up with some amazing interviews oh, as well. Yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, I come up with amazing interviews and get stuck with me for the last month. You know, uh, though, I. I I gotta say, I I've had people tell me how much they enjoy hearing hearing what you have to say about the track, because you're a different That's perspective. Right. You're a completely different perspective. I mean, you have an overview of the whole evening. Because when we talk to a driver, you know, it's kind of the driver and their little encapsulation of what they did that night. But you kind of give it an overview where it kind of I think brings the fans to the track and the dog updates. Don't well, forget the dog updates. <laughs> I it's very quiet. Don't, it is. Yeah, you like, they're all they're all sitting. They're right here. Are they watching you? They're all sitting right here. Yeah. I go back in this back bedroom when I talk to you guys. It's quieter uh, back here. And they, they hear they, that door open. And they think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> I know. I've had to call from places. You know, I have to find. I've find called from the racetrack, hole. Verona Oaks before. I'm like, there's not even a quiet spot here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but I don't care. I don't. Quiet spots don't bother me. I'm, yeah, I'm good for it. <laughs> I mean, it's great. You know how easily I get distracted. Yes, you do get distracted quite easily. (laughs) But, uh, hey, you know, we haven't heard anything as far as the water department, anything going there? You know, it's pretty much on the quiet front right now, just waiting for the court date to roll around. Okay, all right, Um, all right. You know, hopefully it doesn't quite get to the court gate. uh, Court court date, that's hard to say. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't get to that. Yeah. The DWR um, does the right thing, you know, and it's settled beforehand. But, you know, Don's been, you know, fairly quiet about it right now because it's just time to wait and see what's happening. You know, all the fans, they inundated um, right. the governor's office. They entered, um, you know, all the state legislators from the different areas, you know, got a hold of them and bombarded them with emails and phone calls. And, you know, it did some work because going into it, hardly anybody knew about it in the state capital now they at least know what it was all about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, whether they're going to do the right thing or not um that's a whole different story right 
Hopefully they will. I mean, you can't. Uh, yeah. Anything's possible in this yeah. country now. I was going to uh, say. How about your thoughts on? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say your thoughts on uh, your boy Jake Swanson at Knoxville last week. Right. Uh, you know, he's a good driver. He's probably the hottest driver in uh, USAC National right now. They're um, calling him the Corn Belt Hero. It's, <laughs> well, I said tw- he uh, trailed for 29.5 laps, but then uh, that final turn. He just he got, got tired of it. Huh? And won. And he won like $12,000. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing really well. I think it was his third win this season. And so awesome. Yeah. Hmm. He's yeah, a good he's kid. He's close to the top of the heap in point standings. Uh, you know, he's the hottest guy right now. He got a little behind earlier in the year, but uh, there's a long way to go. Yeah. Back there headed to Pennsylvania. I think it starts Tuesday night where they got a bunch of races there. Wow. They're in New Jersey. So, you know, if he does really good there, he may come back to Indiana in the point lead. Wow. Wouldn't that be? Cody Roa won again last night in a brand new race car because last or two weeks ago, Saturday, he got, had a car completely destroyed. Ooh. What? Um, so yes. that's six wins for him in 11 races this year. And he won last, last night. He won. He won big time. He won by about a half a racetrack last Jeez. night. Jeez. So the car he destroyed, he was okay? Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. I mean, um, he tangled with a lap. He was leading the race. He probably would have won that race, too. He tangled with a lap car. Uh, going into turn three, got turned around, and he slammed the wall backwards. And mm. basically destroyed, well, the chassis was destroyed. Basically mm. every component on the car, with the exception of the front axle, the steering wheel, the seat, and the steering box. <laughs> That, that's the so, way to do it. Well, fortunately, they had another brand new chassis sitting there, and they ordered all the new parts, put the car together. The biggest concern that whole deal uh, when they got turned around backwards, the engine spun backwards. Oh. oh, so they were scared to death about that being a problem. But um, he told me the other night, he goes, basically, that was minor problems with that. Just a few things had to be fixed. Oh, really? And he proved it last night because the engine <laughs> yeah. just ran perfect. Oh, it's the same engine, huh? Wow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I got it back. They sent it back to Shaver, who is the top engine builder, four tens round, sent it to him, uh, checked it out, and put on the dyno. It was ready to rumble and took off like a bat out of you-know-where. Yeah, right wow. apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, Paris Auto Speedway has developed some definitely top drawer drivers. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Absolutely. And good guys all around. All of them. Yeah, really good guys. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at some oh, good guys and good girls. I mean, we've yeah. had, um, you know, we were talking about on the PA last night, different people have come out of the racetrack, and uh, Courtney Crone, who I remember Courtney riding Speedway bikes about 10 mm-hmm. years ago, and she was on a bike that was way too big for her. And she came and ran our young guns and actually won the championship one year. Her goal, her long-term goal is the Indy 500. Is it? And I want to say now, Courtney, I think, just turned 20 years old. She's racing... Oh, one of the series in Germany this year. Wow. So she's making a lot of progress. Uh, She's talented. She's smart. um, You know, and she's going the right way. And it's not mommy and daddy with a big fat wallet either. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's doing it on merit because she can really drive. Well, I was going to say she's moved beyond, you know, the parental, let's get you to the track where where now she's starting to – to have sponsors and, and teams that recognize yeah, her talent. Don't get me wrong. I mean, her dad knows a lot of people in the racing industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you can't do you it. You know, I mean, 
when he first called me a few years ago, want to know if they could rent a ride um, to run uh, on dirt because he's not a dirt guy. <laughs> um, they hooked up with a guy named Steve Watt out of uh, Camarillo, Ventura area, put a nice car under, and that's what she won the championship with. But her teacher at that time, their mentor they brought in to help her was Wally Pancratz, who, you know, I mean, talk about anybody who knows dirt. Yeah. And she ran, I think, two years, um, two years with us doing that. She ran some USAC midget races, too, and, you know, got to the point where Wally said, She's learned everything she can here on dirt at her age. She needs mm-hmm. to move on to other things and keep, to reach her goal, mm-hmm. which that was Wally's goal, to reach her goal. She needs to keep moving up to different disciplines of racing, and that's exactly what she's done. And like I say, she's landed in Germany this year, racing the series over there. Wow. Well, if you talk to her, give her our best, and yes, maybe we can please. get her back on, on the show sometime yes. when she has an opportunity. Kind of give her fans an update on what her travels are all about. And as for you, thank you very much for calling in, and don't ever shortchange yourself. You're a great interview, and we love talking to you. Well, you need to talk to the stars of the show, not the guy who's just there to help uh, talk. All right, well, then put one of the pugs on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we'll put them on with a scream when they do something wrong. Yeah, I got you. All right, buddy. Take care. Thanks again. (laughs) Uh, ParisAutoSpeedway.com, ParisAutoSpeedway.com. Be there, be square. Thanks, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back to our special guest. Yeah, in Cody and Austin. In right the here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Segment brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. Looking to get your car worked on? Hey, let me tell you. Uh, Greg could definitely do it for you. Whether it's your daily driver, your dirt car, your sand car, your drag car, whatever. He has an in-house dyno that can show you exactly what your car will do. 11370 North Woodside Avenue. Go to certifiedcarcare.net. And we got Austin and Cody in the house. Austin is working on his career of racing. He's going to try to go more than a lap and a half. So it's not going to take much, but but he's got nowhere to go but up. And then we got Cody, who is uh, went from asphalt. Are you still doing asphalt too? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm still doing the asphalt. But the orange show's not running right now, so we're just taking a break. Do you ever go to Irwindale? Uh, no, but I want to go to Irwindale because I hear they run the ponies there once in a while on the inside track. Yeah, and uh, my uncle has a a late model. So it's getting done right now, and hopefully we'll be taking it up there. Yeah, I hear that's a pretty pretty quick track. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good banking. Oh, yeah. No, it, it looks fun. So you haven't been on it yet. You've just no. seen it? Just, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are you running a, Are you going to run a, a series out of Barona, or are you just sort of um, no, hit, hitting we, and missing? Yeah, hitting and missing, yeah. we. That will probably be our last race uh, last night at Barona until Madera, oh. and then after that, yeah. I just want to. I got to save some money and. Yeah, it's a funny thing. Understand. So we got to get you some sponsors. Yeah, yeah sponsors. Sponsors would be great. Sponsors would be good. Uh, and the beauty of it is, when people come on here, yeah, they can tell their sponsors that, "Hey, if you sponsor my car, then guess what? We can get you on radio, and we can get you on local television." Because that's really what it's all about. I mean, giving a sponsor a sticker is one thing. Yeah. But if you can give them a little bit more than that, a little exposure, a little. You know, because I mean, and he's done car shows. You said, yeah, yeah, and no, I've done car shows, and you know, I've been talking to 
David Hunt a little bit about uh, sponsorships and he does a lot of the social media and uh-huh. out there. he has like, an open okay. he has an open trailer yeah, so that, if he's yeah. taking the car even if you're a local person who wants to sponsor as he goes out of town maybe he'll see be I like the op- I like the open trailer, trailer mentality yeah. yeah yeah no we have an enclosed and open trailer yeah but I mean the open ones are good for sponsors or if you're going to take the car let's say to the business that's sponsoring you yeah. mm-hmm. and you you don't necessarily have to unload it because you could just sit right on the trailer <laughs> and still get all the eyeballs. So what are you driving? A Pinto? Uh pony stock, yeah. Pinto. Right. Yeah, the What color is it? Black and red. You seem to like that theme, that color scheme. Yeah, no, black and red. Like. I've had it for years and just I think you're it's da- easy. Didn't your dad have a black and red? Uh yeah, no, they did have a black and red uh Acajon and down in El Centro they had a Yeah. Had a black and red car uh What's your number? Fifteen. Is there any significance to that? Oh uh, well it was handed down to my uncle or Maybe it was my grandfather back at Cajon, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was the the guy that ran the association or something. He was getting out of racing and just handed it down to them because it was hard to get numbers back then. Yeah, there was so many cars. Yeah, so it just stuck with me. Cool. So, so I guess Austin doesn't have a number yet because he's only got. Oh a yeah, but will half. you? I am gonna have a number. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to. Which number? <laughs> uh, we're looking at fifty-eight. Any significance to that? Uh yeah, it had, goes back to me and my dad, and we um when I was a kid, he had a he still has it. He has an old '58 Ford pickup that we put <laughs> back cool. together and kind of hot rotted around All for right. a while. And Sweet, so that's yeah. If I ever raced, from. my number was 34. It was my paper route number. It was my homeroom number. It was got it, it just seemed like that number has always yeah. stuck. Well, when it's 37 degrees, my mom will send me a picture. When she's 37, like Carl's Jr., she'll send me a picture. You know, It's <laughs> funny you say that. My dad does that. He'll yeah. send me screenshots when the weather's 58 degrees. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. So you've been crewing and helping everybody, but now it looks like you're going to go You're going to go this season or next season? Uh, it's probably more next season. Right now, I think with my car, we're we're just trying to see if we can. We're hoping we can get it ready for that. Get all the bugs race. out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and hopefully I can get some kind of practice under my belt. But <laughs> the, the main goal this year is getting him up at Madera. Oh, and okay. Making sure he's a hundred percent. Now that's asphalt. Oh, and yeah, that's that hundred lapper you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, hundred lap race. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you don't have any sponsors for that car? Nope. Jeez, nope. Louise, you must have more money than. You know, we should charge him. He robs him. banks. We should charge him for this show. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah, it just comes out of my pocket. I work at a feed store, actually. I think you, you go there once in a while. Up there in Lake oh, Carter's. Carter's, yeah. That's where I... <laughs> so funny. I, Listeners, well, you can't see Dave's face, but yes. It, well, I got to tell you, customer service at that place is amazing. I walk in there, and I say, okay, I wanted this and this and this. So I pay for it. I say, okay, where is it? Well, it's already in your vehicle, uh, loaded up, ready to go, right? Cody's yep. already got it in your truck. Cody's yeah, already got yeah. it in the truck. So I have to tell you a cute story. I don't know. There was a kid working there, skinny little guy. I mean, I mean, no meat and bones on him to save his life. And he bought oh. it. Now, it wasn't him. It may be. In- but we, we don't care. So my wife buys a 50-pound bag or something, you know, and the little guy's barely getting it out oh. to the car, throws it in. And I says, give him a tip. She goes, why would I give him a tip? I says, what are you talking about? You, see, you didn't carry that 50 pounds. She was so bad. She was so bad. I think I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah, but we won't, we won't mention any names. But no, that 
if you ever want to know anything at all about the feed industry, that's the place the to place? go. Oh, no. They know there's You can ask them any question you want, whether you have chickens or whatever you know they have they have pretty much have an answer how come they're not sponsoring your car actually they're gonna well, i was talking to mike and uh, he says he's gonna sponsor me for this madera race yeah. but i'm trying to get him to sponsor me for locally and have a barone and stuff tell like him that. that if he sponsors you we'll bring the car to KUSI and promote the snot out of that place. Yeah. I'll have to do that then. And, then. and then clarify if he's sponsoring you like human food yes. or chicken food. <laughs> no, just so, chicken yeah, food. Just specify because I don't want you eating a bunch of chicken feed no, for that 100 no. mile or where you're you... You're not getting Okay. She's talking, sure. talking about cars. Uh, Austin, you want to tell them what color your car is? Oh. Uh, just about the same color purple as your uh, Crown Royal bag. Because of uh, Crown Royal? Is that the inspiration? No, it's a, it still goes back to my Still dad. goes That's back? My, mine and my dad's favorite color. Yeah. Well, my deal is if you if I have you come on board oh. with me, I go to a bar and I hit them up for yeah. a Crown Royal bag because I buy everybody a headphones mm-hmm. so they don't have to wear those. I don't have to exchange knows. cooties with yeah. the previous guests. So, Thank you. But everybody, when they see it's Crown Royal... They yeah. love it when we pull it out. Yeah, of where you get that crown? Like, like they're looking around for a bottle of Crown yeah. Royal, but no. Is that how we get started on this show? Uh, no, we can't be doing that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's Thank great. Thank you for coming in today. And we would like to have Thank your you. – I mean, I have no problem putting your car on KUSI as well, mainly because you're just starting your racing career, and it'll be good for you to be on TV, get interviewed, and then you'll have a video of it that you can share with potential sponsors or family members. I would love that. That'd be greatly appreciated. Well, because I've I've learned in all the years that I've been doing this that people never think to capture their the road to, from the beginning to where they're at today. You know, they all kind of say, "Gosh, I wish I'd have done that," or "I wish I'd have done this." Well, we're we're Brittany and I. We kind of force you into doing this uh, because. Once you get all this down, like I mean, I don't know if you have kids, but if you ever had kids or grandparents, you could have them listen to this, and they, you'd be surprised. They love it when they get to hear their 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 family, you know, when they're re, you know, reaching out and doing something like that. Yeah. But he's going to be a good one to follow, yeah, because he's only got a lap and a half. Yeah, do you? Yeah, only there's only up from, from here. here. <laughs> yeah, do you have all your gear? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. I ju- just need a new helmet. Okay, okay. Here's what you got to paint on the car: a lap and a half in. Lots more to go. Yeah, many more to go. <laughs> many more like to go. That. Do like you that. wear a... Or put it on the trunk of the car. Ah, that's worse. That, yeah. That would be good. Neck gear. Do you wear, Cody? Uh, I just have the old school foam little neck collar. And- oh, they what? They are not. They don't make you wear a Hans device? Well, I, I think they do in the modifieds. I, I have a Hans device I normally wear, but I don't, I don't like the way they feel on those. Yeah, the next gen's nice. It's very slim. Oh, yeah, there's some stickers for your car. Did you uh, get one or did you give them two? Any shout outs to anybody who really do support you, whether it's a true sponsor or not? Um, uh, Brian's Enterprise. They help me out a lot. And uh, my uncle, my dad, Austin, of course. David? Oh, yes, David. Yeah. David. David is sitting there with his ear waiting. to the waiting. And he didn't he, have to text me. I know. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get on me later. <laughs> Who's joining me Friday at Saquon? Huh? I, I'm there. You're there? Okay. I know. I am these we might have to show up. I'm going to say. Yeah, might have to show We're going to be the rowdy ones in the yeah. front row. I put all the information on my Facebook page. I know. Gassert, I, sh- I shared it. Oh, uh, yeah. From earlier this week. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yes. All right, folks. Don't go anywhere. 
Gun Owners Radio, right around the corner, right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.